0: The way to get rid of tension is to do just the opposite of all the things that cause it. Hello and welcome to our new show. <laughs> new,
1: new show.
0: New show. It's a new show. Can you hear that? It's new. new. It's it's very brand new as of right now. The people are the same, the surroundings are the same,
1: but it's different,
0: very different. So what is it? So you may know us, yes. Lee and Ryan, Yes. from The Babblement. Le Babblement. Le Bablement. Yes. This is Babble Rhythm. Ooh, Babble Rhythm. So, we're still talking. Yeah. We're still in HQ. Yeah. And there are still things to be talked about. Sure. But the way they are delivered is different. Okay, how are they delivered? Well, they are now delivered via our very special, scientifically created algorithm. <gasps> rhythm. Called The Babble Rhythm. The Babble Rhythm. So, what it is, is essentially... Well, what is it? It's a, well, it's
1: a random topic generator. Yeah. We go into to the show. We have no idea what the topics are going to be. Mm-hmm. And the generator kicks out some topics. And we have to do our best to try and navigate our way through as many as we can. Yes. So, there you go. There you go.
0: That's On- simple. Onward to the new show. Okay. It. So... You have the rhythm ready. I have the rhythm ready, yeah. Okay, so hit the magic
1: button and let's see what we get. Okay, so I'm now going to press, for the first time in episode one, 2019, the babble rhythm.
0: (laughs) So that's the noise that the babble rhythm makes. You okay, I'm fine, you that's,
1: that's just the noise the <coughs> Does it always sound so like
0: under duress?
1: It, may, dude, it, 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 it's random. It's okay. a random noise okay. for a random right. algorithm. And what
0: what topics have we been
1: given? So we have been given snakes, right? Rugby, joy, Asia, okay, wrestling, Roger. Veterinarians. <laughs> okay. Africa. Cool. Pork. Right. And elephants. Okay. Okay. So there we go. Okay,
0: you could you could say that's a bit of a mixed bag. It's an it's a it's an interesting
1: plethora. Yeah, smorgasbord. Two great words. Two three. Great. Cavalcade. Oh, It's all of those things.
0: Oh, Okay, so first one was. Snakes. Fucking hate them. That's no, do I don't. you. I don't hate snakes. Right. I just hate how bloody sneaky they are. Yeah. They've got a real, well, obviously a very slippery way about them. Mm. But it's just the fact, like, you know, like, snakes will just sit there, docile. They'll do absolutely nothing, and then out of nowhere, ta-ta! Yeah. Something's yeah. dead. Yeah. And I don't like things that can go from zero to a billion in seconds.
1: Yeah yeah I, I would agree with you I mean, I've not had a huge amount of um, experience with snakes but isn't it funny how the mind works because when I when we when snakes appeared from the Babble Rhythm my first thing I started thinking about Nagini from Harry Potter see do you know what mine was go on Samuel Jackson Snakes on a Plane. Of course. Of course. Yeah, what a ridiculous film.
0: <laughs> snakes, <laughs> One of his best.
1: Snakes in Hollywood. That's what this should be. <laughs> but, like, I've, I I remember getting this... Um, it's like a little mini colouring book from somewhere. I'm presuming it was Etsy. It was a birthday present. And it was <laughs> Voldemort and Nagini from the Harry Potter universe. Mm-hmm. Doing everyday activities.
0: Well, that's wonderful.
1: And they were depicted with these kind of carto- not cartoons not cartoons—they were real good sketches. For example, it was uh, Voldemort and Nagini are baking. And it was a picture of Voldemort holding a massive pot with a spoon in it and Nagini wound <laughs> round him. That it was Voldemort and Nagini are making friends. And it was Voldemort holding Nagini in front of a load of children looking <laughs> up excitedly at him. And I just fucking... I don't know why I've got this thing, about I love the idea of specific characters... Doing being, everyday being, stuff. Doing everyday stuff.
0: Wasn't there a, There was like a... A day in the life of a stormtrooper or something like that. Yes, there I remember was that, and that that really that was one of the first things I remember seeing like that because yeah you, didn't you go and have a shower. It's, what is it's in an animated series? Isn't it? Is it? Is Robot Chicken? Isn't it? Oh, it might be. Could could possibly be? Yes, that and, kind of. And that, like remember. he loses his job and all that. Yeah, sort yeah, of. It's yeah. Just brilliant. It's brilliant. I just... can
1: remember there was a guy I. Um knew from university a guy called Jack and he did a solo show and it was he was dressed up as a Star Wars and it was Star Wars it was a Stormtrooper dressed up as Star Wars dressed up as a Stormtrooper and he was on a lunch break and the first the opening of his solo performance was him eating a packet of Space Invaders and I just remember thinking that is fucking genius That's like having that so I mean I'm pretty sure that that snake's covered I think it is yeah. number <laughs> so two. number two rugby Um Well, I have a
0: story about a rugby trip. I have a story about rugby too. It's the Army Navy story. Oh, okay. And this is actually a story from when I used to drink.
1: Oh my god! So there's a little bit of crossover. The walls, the The, (laughs) the fourth (laughs) wall has been broken. Great.
0: So, yeah. uh, the Army-Navy is a famous rugby game, if you're not aware of it. Yeah, yeah, it is, massive. Uh, it, it's not a league game or anything like that. No. It, it is a game for props for the Army team versus the Navy team. That Ooh. is it. And everyone in the crowd is either a supporter of the forces or ex-military. Therefore drinks a fucking shitload
1: oh it's it's unbelievable it's ridiculous you
0: will start a trip to Twickenham at 11 in the morning with a pint in your hand and you will finish it at home on the fucking floor yeah because you drink so much it's
1: outrageous and a lot of people go there just for a piss up exactly well to the point okay where
0: this particular year that I went I went with my brother-in-law and we started drinking at 11 in the morning and we got there and the game I think starts at 1 I couldn't really tell you I drank a lot
1: yeah
0: but What I do remember is that I saw none of the game. Okay. I don't know who won. I don't know what colours they were wearing. Okay. I couldn't tell you anything. But what I can tell you is that Steve, three rows in front of us, fell asleep and his friends put cigarette butts up his nose. Okay. And we watched this for quite some time. His friends then started to undress themselves and place them about Steve's body and take photos of it. All while Steve was unconscious. Oh, my God. Poor Steve. (laughs) Poor Steve. Steve. We found out his name because we asked and had a chat with said man putting bollocks on Steve's (laughs) face.
1: Who is this man that you were accosting with your balls? Do you know him? Steve. Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that's your kind of input to rugby. Mine would be, I played rugby for quite a long time, Um, not to a particularly successful level, but... Two things come to mind. Once I dislocated both my shoulders in the same game of rugby, (gasps) I tackled someone, the right one popped out. As I landed, the left one popped out. (laughs) And the only way I could describe it was akin to the thing that Ace Ventura does. (laughs) Right? (coughs) Oh, dear. The second rugby story is... I once accidentally slid in for a tackle for the one and only time in a very short-lived rugby career mouth first and slid via an enormous pile of fox shit which went into my mouth and in my nose and my eyes and everything it wasn't long after that that I gave up on the rugby career Jesus Christ okay, covered next topic Asia big place big place Lots Shit, of band. <laughs> Shit band, Asians. Shit banned! True. Yeah. Truth being spoke. Um, it's a shame that we don't have the other best friend on the on the pod, because... Th- this he, is his bag, isn't it? Yeah, he? he lived in South Korea for a long time. The one um, thing
0: about Asia that gets me, uh, from what I've seen in travel shows and just general TV and general... The things available on the street for you to eat... Yeah. ...are quite something. Yeah. I don't know anywhere else on the planet where you can go and get a little baby duck fetus and fucking eat it.
1: No. Like
0: from a from a shop from a man who has a tray of little baby duck feet. well
1: it's funny because I think that a lot of I, I would I mean I think obviously that's quite obviously that's extreme and you know I'm sure 98% of Asia don't walk around eating duck fetuses but some people do yeah. and I think you know it's available <laughs> but to me, stuff like that, it's like a fucking bush-tucker trial. It really is. Like, you go up and, oh, have a scorpion or a toad or a fucking... Some crazy know, thing and on I, And I, And it's kind of... <clears throat> I think it's really interesting. I think it's a really interesting thing how we in Western civilization differentiate about the, the animals that we will... I mean, obviously, if you're a vegetarian or a vegan, you don't. If you are, we probably know about it because you've told us. Um, but, <laughs> you know, we... we we can eat this but we can't eat that. Yeah. We can eat this but don't fucking eat that. Yeah, exactly. And it's, I, I, I find that as a cultural difference. I think the other thing for me with Asia is the, the, the vastness of difference in kind of cosmopolitan culture i.e big city living and in the country yeah and i think that's that discrepancy is is really interesting i know it happens in quite a lot of big cities outside of of england america canada australia but that kind of you know i've always wanted to go to tokyo because i i find it the concept of it really fascinating yeah but also I think I would prang because of the volume of people yeah like big it looks crazy yeah it it looks and it looks really exciting and really intriguing but I think I probably would freak out as sometimes I get stressed out walking around Asda
0: (laughs) 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 so yeah so Asia is a massive Asda
1: Basically, Basically. I think that's on their poster, isn't it? Asia. Come to A Asia. Massive Asda. A massive Asda. Um, Next topic. Wrestling. Now. We've we've lucked in. Maybe. I think,
0: to be honest, we have. Because what some people may or may not know is that we very much were big fans of wrestling. Oh, back in the day, During yeah. the Attitude Era from the WWF. Oh, it was the greatest. The
1: WWF. Yes. Yeah. yeah, fuck
0: the WWE. They weren't the WWE. There were no, no. pandas in sight. No. And... I mean, wrestling. Obviously, uh, the big the big hoo ha. Once upon a time, was is it fake? Yes, of and course it is. Yes, and that's fine. It is choreographed. Yeah. Battling. Yeah. It's got I don't care what anyone says when someone throws themselves off something really
1: high for a table, whether they knew it was going to happen or not. Doesn't matter.
0: It's going to fucking. It looks hurt fucking
1: them. amazing. It's that, incredible. It's funny because I so I'm not into wrestling that much anymore, but. I listened to quite a few wrestling podcasts, weirdly, um, and they were. I, I listened to one called Wrestle Me, and um, they were talking about the Hell in a Cell match between the Undertaker and Mankind. Yeah, and that so vividly sticks in my mind. But yeah, I also see, yeah. I think that one of the most important things that I would love to talk about about wrestling is a you and I when we were growing up spent a lot of time watching wrestling, particularly like ECW wrestling. Yeah, real we were like mental. But a lot of songs and bands and artists that I got into was because of ECW. Yeah. Like Rob Van Dam came in, Walk by Pantera. Yeah. I was like, who the fuck are these guys? Love Pantera. Sandman coming to Enter Sandman by Metallica that was one of the first times I'd ever heard Metallica yeah and I I don't really listen to them too much now but there was a huge period I mean yeah they're the greatest band that's ever lived um Jack coming into NWA I was like who the fuck's I've heard of Eminem but who the fuck's NWA I've never heard of them before yeah and I think people underestimate particularly that that kind of you know the, the glamorous WWF I never watched WCW, but the WWF kind of glamour, I, I love WWF, but ECW, to me, was way more it was gritty and yeah rude. it was just like it felt I mean it was way more violent and bloody yeah. and whatever but seeing New Jack jump off a fucking balcony and smashing a guitar over someone's head yeah. I don't care like you say if that's pan or not that's going to fucking hurt yeah. it's a guitar
0: I mean they were proper they, when, when you had the old commentator give the old adage of they put their lives on the line Yeah, they really do Yeah, and obviously there, there's been enough sort of accidents and deaths from wrestling I mean I, I particularly remember one which had nothing to do with wrestling itself uh, Owen Hart. Yeah. He obviously had a stunt where he would come in on a zip wire, on yeah. a harness, not a zip wire, sorry, like a lowered harness, mm, mm. and he would sort of flap his wings as like a bird and be lowered into the ring. Well, on, on, obviously the time he died, yeah. unfortunately, it, the harness broke and he fell. And, like, I know that's a very sort of unlucky, a little bit of chance mm, happening, mm, but... He was still putting himself there just to do a bit. Yeah, yeah. It it was a bit in the end. Uh, To the point where I remember, specifically remember, because we were still quite young. I think we must have been about... I must have been about 13 when it happened. And uh, I remember a friend of mine, who I won't name because it's completely retarded that he would say this. He was like, Oh, yeah, uh... The Undertaker uh, cut the the rope or something like that. Like he thought it was part of the story. Like he he hadn't differentiated mm. real life to the the ham acting in the in the cutscenes. Yeah, and it was it was quite sad. But yeah, you know, I, I really liked the whole attitude. Oh of it. man,
1: it was it was amazing. I I loved, I loved how brutal
0: it was. I mean, yeah. it really sort of like opened my eyes a lot to to like. The entertainment side of, like, you know, adult films and things like that, it, mm. it warmed me into it. So when I did eventually see Terminator, I didn't shit my pants over yeah, the blood yeah. and things like that. And I think a lot of young humans in general of that era, of that yeah. sort of 97, 2000 era, they really got their sort of, their their blood sport kicks from watching oh, these definitely.
1: acrobats throwing themselves off <laughs> stupid stuff. Yeah, and it was, and it was, it felt, perhaps it wasn't, but it felt, I mean, the first... Vividly, the first woman I can ever remember crushing on was Lita. Yeah, from WWF, and that obviously set a precedent for the kind of women that I was attracted to—sort of alternative chicks yeah. with tattoos. What's funny, was either Lita
0: or Trish Stratus. Yeah, and if yeah. you went for Trish Stratus, you basically only fancied porn stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you like Lita, but Lita was, was a bit kind of. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, of yeah. course, of course. <laughs> Moving on, veterinarians—fucking expensive.
1: Yeah, well, you've got... Well, I've got two guinea pigs. Yeah, which could be problematic, but... Yeah, but they're not as problematic as a dog or a cat. I mean, the last time, one of my guinea pigs is called Pickle, and I laughed for about ten minutes because the vet thought that it was called Buckle. (laughs) 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 Which, for some reason, just tickled me to no end.
0: That is amusing, I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, My only veterinarian experience is my little kitten getting mullered by something, me taking him in long story short he's fine but it cost me nigh on two grand for two days yeah. worth of treatment and he had one operation yeah it's, it's, it's it,
1: yeah
0: and it sort of puts into precedent like could you imagine if we didn't have the NHS how much breaking the leg oh yeah man you know or get, fucking... getting a burn yeah. I mean, I've got a burn on, on my arm yeah it, it, to have that put back together privately <laughs> yeah I would probably shit my pants at the the costume yeah of course God bless the NHS God bless them and God bless vets God bless vets next topic Africa
1: Uh, one of the greatest songs ever written yeah I I, want to see the rain I mean that song is just (laughs) I mean I've got nothing to say about the continent of Africa I've never been there, I've had no desire particularly to go
0: there. I have a couple of friends from Africa, South Africa, but I actually have one African friend who came from Uganda. Yeah. No, sorry, Congo. Right. And he told me a story about when he was younger, about the shape. And I was like, what on earth are you talking about? And he said, the shape. All mothers give their babies the shape. Right. And I was like, what the... F- fuck are you talking about so basically right when, when like in, in this particular part of Congo where he's from when a baby's born the mum will ma- massage to a point but not it's smooth out the child's back and then roll the child over smooth out their belly and in a way give them their shape wow so they will. In, so he he said basically hours a day. So so as as a winding mechanism and things like that. And in general, give them the shape. Give uh, literally massaging the ass to be bigger on a girl and things like that. Pushing the body fat up towards the shoulders of a boy. Give them the shape. Wow. And I, I'd never heard of it no. ever before. And then he basically stood up and turned around and said, "That's why I've got a big ass." So I was like, okay, that's good. <laughs>
1: okay. So there you go. Well, I mean, the only thing I can say to add about the Congo is I went to school with a girl who thought that that's, it was a dance. Oh, next to topic. do the Congo. Next topic. That's not a joke. That's not a shit dad <laughs> joke. That is true. No,
0: I know. I'm just disappointed in her. Pork. Nice and sausages.
1: Love sausage. Um, Akin to gammon. We won't talk about that. Well, I had gammon this Christmas, and I'm not normally a fan of gammon because I don't like the idea of boiled meat. <laughs> but it was—it had a great glaze on it. It was fucking tasty. Fair enough. Um, okay, uh, a question then, because I mean pork. Um, if you had to pick between giving up bacon or sausages, what would you give up? If you had to, if you had to sausages really you're mental what are you talking about you get one kind of bacon or alright salted or fucking smoked or streaky sausages I mean there are literally thousands of different <laughs> types of sausage sausage combo alright fair enough I'll give you that um, and the last topic is elephants Um, big yeah, have ears and yeah. trunks. Uh huh. Was one called Nelly, famously? Um, I have, I think, two things about elephants. One would be um, one of the funniest things that I ever remember listening to, and was actually uh, always, as I, when I was younger, an inspiration to start my own podcast. Was when I used to listen to the Ricky Gervais podcast with Stephen Merchant and Kyle uh, Pilkington yes. And Steve and Ricky pitch to Carl the idea that they're trying to clone a mammoth. Right, yeah. And he mishears them and thinks that they say man-moth. And his excitement at the idea of, of scientists cloning a man that's half man, half moth. I just think that (laughs) inspired me Um, the other one is I remember watching a TV show years ago called um, something like Could You Eat an Elephant or How to Eat an Elephant or something like that and it was two chefs that went all over the world and the whole purpose of the show was for them to try different local delicacies Right and they started off fairly small, like they went to France and got this cheese that had maggots in it when you cut it open, and they tested the maggots in a lab, and they were ninety nine point seven percent cheese, <laughs> which I was like that's fucking mad um and then they went to different places and they ate like again, like Bush took a trial style food like right. bollocks and cocks and fucking all sorts lovely um they went to Vietnam, I think it was or China, I can't quite remember, so um, and it was dogs. Ugh. And they were like, no, nah, I'm not going to eat a dog. Um, and they, that's the only thing they refused to eat. And yeah. then in the end was they went to this tribe in Africa who used to eat elephants. And they were kind of saying that they, there was this sort of moral objection to it. But also these um, sort of indigenous African uh, people, obviously that's what they That's did, what they got. That's what they've got. So that's what they ate. Yeah. And, and one of the chefs was like, it's, it's really hypocritical to suggest that as we've said earlier you can eat something but not eat something else if that's what's there yeah, that's why what not f- and it tastes alright which let's face it most stuff is probably I mean I'll draw the line it may be like fermented fish oh my god I'm not no. I'm, I, don't, fish, I, mean, I don't even no. like smoked salmon so yeah. you know but other than that it's like well yeah if it tastes good if you don't know what it is and someone puts it in front of you You'll eat just, just eat it and yeah. see don't sort of write anything off
0: yeah don't sort of have a pop of indigenous
1: people no or pop at different cultures that or, or die yeah it's like hmm. yeah it's cool um, so I mean not the most insightful um, deconstruction of one of the greatest animals in the world no. but, but I don't know what people would expect from us anyway elephants probably taste good probably and do they always forget or never forget I can't quite remember you're obviously not an elephant no I always forget We'll see you next time
0: on the Babel Rhythm. Babel Rhythm!